Hi, I'm Billy Shore. You're listening to Add Passion and Stir. We are in Santa Rosa, California this week for Share Strength Chef's Cycle Bike Ride. Chef's Cycle is a 300-mile bike ride, and all the money raised this year, it will be $2 million, goes to expand our No Kid Hungry campaign. And that really means that in all of the states that we work in, uh, we focus on getting more kids who are eligible enrolled in school breakfast, enrolled in summer meals, uh, enrolled in after-school programs. And we've seen so much evidence that when these kids get these meals, they do better in school. That's not surprising to anybody. You don't need a lot of data to, to know it, but we have the data as well that shows test scores go up and attendance goes up. And so one of the really amazing things about the Chef Cycle ride is the direct connection between the money raised and the impact it has on these kids in schools all across America. I'm here with three guests. I'm here with Jason Roberts, who actually founded the ride, but is a restaurateur in Australia. Crazy, right? Long ride, long swim. Yes, uh, long swim. Good to be back for the fourth year, Billy. Thanks for having We're us. We're glad you're here. And Andrew Knowlton from Bon Appetit Magazine, who's here with a crew from Bon Appetit. Yeah, we recruited. It wasn't too hard to recruit a bunch of people. We had some people drop out, but we're, I think, 11 strong this year. So this is my first year That's and my first day, and I'm feeling... I'm say confident, not cocky, but confident. Confident? Yeah. Well, I think the worst is over. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, and Jenny Dirksen, who's on the Share of Strength staff and has been for a long time and works with all of our chefs all around the country. Best job in the world so. and uh, my third time staffing Chef Cycle. Yeah. Now, we rode, uh, three of us, uh, Jenny was supporting us, but the three of us rode 100 miles today, mm -hmm. uh, including some enormous climbs. Our listeners will be able to tell who the real riders are because I'm still breathing heavy and huffing and puffing, <laughs> even though I got off my bike like 90 minutes ago. And you, you, you two seem really. totally on, relaxed and totally recovered already. But I'd like oh, to oh, cramp, cramp, <laughs> cramp. Hold on, hold but, on. Uh, but also, but, uh, Billy, I'd like to point out that you, you ride w just in tennis shoes and normal pedals. I haven't mastered the clip-ons yet. Old yeah, spandex. Like old, do old dog new But see, that's even more it. impressive than any of us. Yeah. I couldn't do what you did today without um, any well, clip Oh, man. I'm sure when I switch over, I'm going to be like, why did it take me it's so worth long? falling it's over a couple times yeah. you'll learn yeah, well i would fall over a lot <laughs> anyhow um i want to talk about mm -hmm. what you both do and yep. how you got connected yep. to share our strength um jason this ride was really your vision um and for a chef in australia to now have hundreds of american chefs it's just, part of this it's pretty it, amazing it blows me away billy you know it was probably going back about eight nine ten years ago i was living in los angeles and i was doing a lot of indoor cycling spinning and I go four or five hours, and I think all my best thinking is done on a bike. Um, at that point, I wasn't on the road, but I always had this dream and this vision to ride across America. Jump forward, say, three or four years, I'd moved to New York. I'd just signed with The Chew um, at ABC America as their correspondent. And I managed to find my feet on a bike, on a road bike. Uh, my dad had sort of somewhat inspired me. Um, I'd done a couple of dinners for uh, No Kid Hungry. I, I wasn't quite sure what I was getting myself into, but I did come along to, a, to an event that um, Jeff Bridges was speaking at. And we got, there was a bit of a Q&A, and I sort of was listening and I was understanding. I was getting a feel for what the, the um, charity was about. And it was a Q&A, and so we got to ask a question. And I was understanding that we were feeding kids and, and, and there was this incredible deficit and, and five out of, you know, you know, one out of every five kids is basically, you know, turning up to school without having breakfast or a meal and, and a lot of social issues based around that. But I was like, what, you know, that old saying, that old adage saying that, you know, you give a man a fish, you know, he'll eat for a day, but you yep. teach a man a fish. What are we doing to teach? And uh, Jeff actually got up, Jeff Bridges got up and he spoke to that and said, well, we, you know, we're trying to start school garden programs in Santa Barbara. And from there on, I was sort of hooked because I didn't want to just be part of 
trying to educate people. I want to be part of trying to um, teach people how to do this for themselves. Anyway, jump forward maybe another a year and a half. Um, I was on the, about to go and do the Metro Food Show in D.C., and so I'm doing a radio interview, and then so I'm on on I'm on the speaker just like this, and I'm I'm waiting uh, to to jump online um, with whoever the host was at the time, and um, Deb Deb Shaw's online, I'm, yeah. and I'm there going, no get hungry, I I know those people, I <laughs> I do stuff for those people, and I don't know how, but somehow we connected through the back end of Twitter. Or I said, and I jumped on because I was in front of a, a microphone, or maybe it was on my phone actually. Yeah. And uh, I said, damn, I, I'm Jay. I do stuff with you guys. This is so cool. Like a chance meeting. She happened to be in New York. And uh, so what, it, it, we managed to catch up the next day. We went in uh, and had a coffee and a tea and we sat down. It was love at first sight. Love at first sight. I know it, it was for my sister. Oh, my God. I fell in love with her because I was able to hold court in a conversation with her about this love I had for cycling. And I... I didn't know what I was going to go meet her about. It was just like, hey, I love what you do and I'm glad to be a part of it. But she sort of, there was a new part of what you guys were doing and, and the whole idea is to stop robbing Peter to pay Paul when it comes to a charity. How do we create more money and more opportunity to feed more children? Yep. So she was telling me part of the plan that, you know, to, to work on something to raise more awareness and raise more money. And I said, look, you know, I've always had this dream and this idea of riding across America and I hadn't really put it to, to an organization or a non-for-profit but maybe why don't, I, why don't we ride across the country? Why don't we do something like that? But my thought then was, I will do the ride and people are going to throw so much money at me. I won't even, people are just going to think I'm amazing. Anyway, so that was, that was very short-lived. I actually had to raise some money. So three months after having met Deb, we did our first ride in New York to DC and I had um, Jamie Adams, uh, Ellen Nang, and uh, who was the other chef? I had a personal trainer, uh, Greg, who was training me for, for the bike as well. And we, we raised 25000 And so I think from that, Deb, and I know you'd, you'd spoken, I'd actually come into D.C. to chat with you guys, but we raised 25000 I think the opportunity was there to go you know, above and beyond. Yeah. And so each year we've, we've increased the amount of riders, the amount of chefs. We've increased the amount of money, uh, obviously. But this, I, I tell you what, I'm just still blown away. I'm still on, on cloud nine after well, what we've achieved today. I think we are too. And I think one of the things you know, we try to do at Share Strength is once we see a good idea, I think our kind of specialty is to scale yeah. it up and get yeah. others involved. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, uh, we've got a actually great history with Bon Appetit magazine. They were one of our earliest sponsors of Taste of the Nation um, and really formative in helping us grow. So we're thrilled that you're here. We're thrilled that you've got a team. Tell me about your work at Bon Appetit and then how you got involved in the ride. Well, I, re I remember uh, Barbara Fairchild, who's my yes. uh, old boss, uh, who's the editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit for almost 25 years, oh. um, going to, I remember as a kid, uh, going to events with her. I started in Bon Appetit, at Bon Appetit, in 1999, which was, I tell people I work with now and they look at me like, you know, like I went to the moon, you know, back <laughs> in the day. And my first job, I was telling uh, one of my, our interns the other day, my first job was uh, calling restaurants and having them fax their menus in. <laughs> and, then, and then they just, right. like, they walk out. They can't even believe that. Why didn't you just Google it? And I was like, then I have to explain to them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've, I've been there forever, as they say. Uh, I'm primarily, I'm the deputy editor, but a lot of what I've done is... Uh, be the restaurant critic, be the mm -hmm. the restaurant guy uh, for the magazine. So every September we have like our hot 10 list, which is kind of our best restaurants in America, which has kind of taken off in the past couple years. Um, and just, you know, since Adam Rappaport, who's our new editor-in-chief, took over, I feel like we've kind of uh, 
kind of hit the pulse of food. You know, when I when I was coming up, food wasn't as cool as it is now. You know, like yep. it, it was some pe- you know people like to go chefs up to dinner. And chefs are celebrities. Right. Hopefully, that's on the wane a little bit. Chefs are celebrities. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're cyclists. <laughs> I mean, I think the chefs that used were considered celebrities. Look, Jamie Oliver for me hit the scene in two thousand in Australia and created a platform for me. I ended up with my own show on Channel Nine uh, for four years. Um, and then uh, I went to another network. Hence why I ended up here because I did Good Morning America in 2002 and opened the doorways to doing Sharon Osbourne, Wayne Brady. But I cannot run fast enough away from that <laughs> whole celebrity chef thing because right. chefs don't want to be celebrities. They want they want to be known as hardworking yeah, people yeah. who mentor. And and uh, to be honest, this transition of of now cycling, I mean, I, it blows me away that chefs are trading. Um, cigarettes, alcohol, Drugs, bad yeah. habits, <laughs> well, uh, for, for for lycra, right, and and clip-in shoes. It's well, awesome. one of the things we've seen in, in the growth of this is because the first year we rode, the first year you rode was you know very small, but the first mm. year we did Chef Cycle, we had maybe fifty chefs, twenty-five on yeah, each yeah, coast. Yeah, yeah. I think we raised three hundred and thirty thousand dollars last year. Yeah. 130 chefs. We raised a million dollars this year. We've got 230 some here, and we'll we'll net we'll, we'll raise a total of uh, two million. But one of the things we found is that chefs are there's a, at least a subset of chefs who are passionate about the intersection of food and fitness. Yeah. Um, and then there's a subset of chefs who are just passionate about cycling. Yeah. Uh, whether they're fit or not, yeah. and um, we've tapped into that. So how did Bon Appetit Magazine get involved in this? How did you um, end up with 11 people riding? Well. I, I cycle every day. Uh, what do you call it? Cycling. I commute every day on my bike. I yeah, because a cyclist would shave their legs. Just saying. yeah. <laughs> are you shaved? <laughs> yeah, they are. Actually, See? I'm on. I'm saving them because I have an idea to in, in, engage another company. That you know the, the Dollar Shave Club, right? Oh, right. And so they've sent us some stuff, and this is how this has worked for us as far as branding and, and raising sponsorship. So Dollar Shave Club have sent us 25 kits. We have an idea of shaving uh, Travis's beard over a three-day process. So you see, like a time lapse. Three, it would take three. Days. Yeah. Right? right, right. There's a lot of yeah. That's a big beard. So, so uh, Seamus Mullen came uh, and and uh, yes. who he came to Bon Appetit. Well, he. Uh, I mean, I've known yeah. him for a while, and okay. and you know, you talk about other chefs who uh, weren't healthy or were overweight, and you know, Matt Jennings um, from Townsend yes. in Boston, and you have um, uh, Corey Lane from Cannibal in L.A. Like I remember those guys, and they were they were big dudes, and they've all slimmed down. Um, and Seamus is one of those who changed his life through Rheumatoid cycling arthritis. and food. Yeah, he was sick. As, he was he was he was on his way out. Yeah, he was time. he was bad. And he, you know, frankly, he was an inspiration to me as somebody who probably drinks and eats too much. That you know, I I can get involved in this because I I always grew up cycling in the south. And he said he's like you should do this. And then I was like, you know what? We have a good platform at BA. We have a lot of healthy healthy-ish people, uh, and I just put the word out there to kind of recruit people, and, you know, they just came. It was easier than I I thought. That's the most amazing thing to me is, you know, I ask a lot of favor of people, whether it's, you know, giving us recipes or, you know, uh, my dad wants a reservation. That's the only person <laughs> I'll make a reservation for. But asking people for money to 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 for Chef Cycle, No Kid Hungry, you know, I think we're up to almost sixty thousand dollars, and that's just ten people yeah. raising wow. that. And so, you know, and, raising and of course that. Of the money. ask is the ask is you've got to train, you've got to ride, you've got to raise money. Right. Jenny, you've seen us ask chefs to do almost everything, everything. we can possibly think of, but the response is, is almost always very generous. And I think you identified, you know, a category of chefs that's already super into cycling, and and folks that are at that cross section of fitness and delicious food. 
But then there was everyone that heard about it and said, this is a good opportunity yeah. for me to push myself yeah. farther yeah. than I've gone before. My wife and kids always tell me to go cycling because they say whenever I come home, I'm Happy. in a much better mood. Happy. I yell a lot less. <laughs> so, I mean, so what we asked chefs to do today, this 100-mile ride, it was yeah. a lot of fun, but yeah. it's very hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a lot of not just, fun times. Just, there were some not fun times. I mean, describe there. Somebody asked me today if I... Wait, and just to be clear, we're asking them to do 100 miles today and again tomorrow and, tomorrow, and again and the next, next day. day. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's Which right. I have never, I've never done that. I've done centuries before. Yeah, but not three yeah. But not three back yeah. to back to back. incredible. So. I, not many people had until Jason came up with this crazy well, so, idea. So for me, I've always... <laughs> there was a movie called 300, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I think that rang, that rang something special to me. 300, 300 miles is, is, a, is a feat. It was also the distance from New York to D.C. Um, which was amazing, uh, such an amazing ride too, because you're going through uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, apart from getting through Jersey, but you know Philly and and, and Pennsylvania. I mean Pennsylvania. There's been those times where you know when when you first jumped on the on the bike, right, and climbing a hill or something, and I know I can see it in your face, uh, and I was there with you. We were, I was sharing the strength, right. and I tell you, you give so much love and wisdom back to this too. I mean, you're such a leader. From the center of this pack it's very cool I and mean, i think we're blessed to have you uh, as the leader of everything that we're doing right now and i think that's why people continue to come back give donate encourage teach it really well, is special well, i want to ask you about about both about that uh, and jenny to pitch in here because uh i'm curious about how connected are people to the cause of no kid hungry yeah some know a little bit about it when they get here some know a lot and some yeah. don't know anything at all yeah. Yeah. Uh, our hope is that over the course of training in the three days they do but um, how important is the cause to getting people to make the kind of commitment that they make um, I, I, look, I, let me speak of that because there's been several different opportunities throughout the four years of, of, of me actually doing this ride um, and one of, one of the really special moments was actually going to a school and speaking directly to the children and having them give us feedback on what it means for them to have a school breakfast um, prior to actually do, doing that I had just an idea we were raising money for kids who were hungry but to ha meet with them one on one blew me away meeting the teacher or the principal and having a chat with her and, and her speaking at length on, on what it means to them. That's what really connects people. So I think those school visits, I think uh, having a, a principal or a student represent what it means to them is highly important because those are the moments, those are, those are the moments where I want to shed tears and I want to do more and I want to reach out now and, and I need to raise another dollar because I want to connect 10 more kids because of what they've just said. Mm -hmm. And Andrew, as somebody who's recruited probably more riders, you know, through Bon Appetit than anybody, right. well, what do you think the appeal is? Well, we were talking about this today, and it's like I'm, I'm new to, you know, I've been involved in food, but I, you know, for whatever reason, whether I'm selfish or I just wasn't, you know, I, I was trying to focus on my family. I, you know, activism was never anything that kind of pulled me in until – Recently, perhaps it's having two daughters and them going to public school and it's a very diverse public school. And then, you know, just the political times of we're living in. But for me, it's that's that's why Share Our Strength was it's it's a doesn't matter what party you believe in or whatever. It's as we as we joke, but it's serious. Like it's for the kids. Everything you're doing is for the kids. So that to me is the most important thing is raising smart you know, people who are engaged in a culture and, and food for me has always been a window into that culture. If, if you like somebody else's food, whatever their ethnic background, that makes you a kind and understanding person. And I think mm -hmm. that's the most important thing is to teach kids about food, you know, and, and part of that is then them choosing 
wisely, giving them the access to choose wisely about the foods they eat. And then I think it just makes more interesting people. So that's kind of why I got involved right off the bat. Jenny, what's your, what's your recruiting strategy? I think in the Venn diagram of cycling and food and charity, we have right the sweet spot. And what I love about Chef Cycle is it brought Jason in, who was brand new. I mean, you founded it, but it was right the, mm-hmm. your motivation for joining the organization, one person with enthusiasm, my old boss would say. Um, then we have riders like Ed Doyle, who was involved with us decades ago when I first got to know Share Our Strength and came back because cycling is something he's so passionate about. Folks I think of as lifers like Andy Husbands who just does everything to support us in Boston. And then then people who have a diversity of ways that they interact with the organization. Chris Cosentino does Taste of the Nation year after year. Kevin Nashen had hosted a dinner. Seamus does advocacy. You know, so to have people who are passionate about different aspects of our work and, again, over this shared interest in either cycling or taking on a very personal challenge, we're yeah. able to bring people together. And then I think it's you know, much like I feel about the staff of Share Our Strength, um, the chefs and all the culinary professionals that we work with are an amazing community of generous, warm, intelligent, giving people, and you yeah. put them all on a ride together and yeah. these bonds form. So I'm so the thing that I'm finding, too, is that and I know it's hard to each year come back to do a Taste of the Nation or something like that as a chef because you're like, what's in it for me? And there is some sort of personal gratification, obviously, because you're feeding children and you're raising the money. But there is this, I need more out of it. And I think what Chef Cycle does, I get more time to myself. I get to do this long ride. I get to do the training. There are these moments on the bike where you do your best thinking. It's a meditation for someone who can't necessarily stand in a space by themselves or try and stretch or do something, the bike is something that's active that keeps these chefs who are us, uh, these chefs active because most of us are ADD and we don't finish the sentence. The biking, you have to concentrate. You have to pay attention on the yeah. bike. And, but, you, and you guys write the worst recipes when you send them in. Oh, no, I've gotten better. <laughs> I'll send you a recipe. And it's definitely gotten better. Uh, let's, let's set the scene for what happened here today. We had 230 chefs converge on the Flamingo Hotel here in Santa Rosa, which Beautiful. is this. I'm not exactly sure how to describe like the hotel. Rat it's Pack kind of like Rat Pack era. Yeah, it's kind of Rat Pack era, different place. It's seen some parties. It's seen some parties. <laughs> Somebody told me the Oakland Raiders had their training, their preseason training camp oh, really? here back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, they all converged here. Some of them shipped their bikes. Some of them brought their bikes and bikes and rebuilt them when they got here. I yeah. wouldn't have the first idea how to do that, but <laughs> most of the real riders do. And then this morning, we all gathered in the parking lot and kind of yeah. sorted ourselves into, yeah. without anybody giving us any... Um, it just the, happened. You know, the, the strong riders up front and mediocre riders and I will say, in the back. This is the most punctual event I've ever seen. At 6.30, yes, it was like we were on rolling the at 6.30. And then we took off. Yeah. And it was flat for about five miles or... And then it started to get a little bit hilly. What was impressive was the. Uh, That's the what I want to hear. What you thought was kind of the most. What was the moment of the ride that stood out for both the of you? The police sirens. The <laughs> oh yeah, we had we had intersection control. Oh my we God, had that was California amazing. We didn't have to stop at lights. These right. guys were. It was beautiful. It was like a pro tour team ride. See, I'm taking all this for granted because I don't know what no, the guys no. <laughs> When we this started, we ended up on wrong we highways. Rode, we rode from Madison Square Park. Yeah, that's right. Up from the and show over show. the GW Bridge. It was Stopping a at living light. nightmare. Dangerous, yeah, scary. Really, and that's yeah. the cool thing is you have that common bond experience oh with God. people. And 
you know, we do this even if we're not raising money. But the cool thing is you get to do this and you get to raise a crap ton of money. Yeah, you know? well, and that's the point. I think that's the thing we need to be conscious of throughout this ride. And, and each night where we're sharing a meal together and we're talking about it and we're going over it and we have a few people who come up and speak as well is that we, we remind ourselves this is why we do what we do and we're changing lives and we are, we are creating futures and opportunities because these children need to be fed. Right. Um, the money being raised is so important to connecting to them, mm-hmm. not just to food, but to opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm loving about this. And it's a constant for me. We've still got a lot of growth left in this ride, I think, yeah. maybe, or maybe there's a yep. second ride or a third ride. Yep. Uh, any advice on how we particularly tap into kind of corporate America, Andrew, New York, others who, you know, are connect, kind of connected to food. They may not have to be chefs. Right. I, I, I just think you have to get people to come out and experience it and see it firsthand, you know, that this is, this is you know, basically like the Tour de France out here for chefs and, and, and you're, you're raising money, you know, for this stuff. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's all in the experience of doing it. You know, I, I, I heard so much about it through the years and, and, you know, you can, you imagine what it's like, but then when you finally get out there and you experience it firsthand, you kind of kick yourself as like, well, why didn't I do this, you yeah. know, three years ago? When yeah, I, Andrew. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you should have been there. I um, Something happened last night, and I was just sharing this with you about the chefs being in the kitchen. Um, and clearly that no one had really ridden, you know, 100 miles that day and, and not sure how they're going to feel the second day. Would they put their hand up, go and help in the kitchen? But... I sort of feel like I can see something happening where we have um, created an opportunity for the public to be part of what we're doing on one of those nights. Oh. And whether it's a ticketed event where they come in and That's mingle yeah. and mingle with the chefs. And clearly we have some incredible chefs here. Mm-hmm. And I think that opportunity to sit, eat, share, um, I just think that may have some legs. Because I tell you what, this energy in that kitchen last night was so incredible because it wasn't so much about the food or what we were preparing, but that energy you wanted to be part of that. It was so, uh, it was beautiful. I, I, I almost think that story gets one better when you think about Travis did the West Coast ride our yeah. first year in 2015 yeah. and called me afterwards and said, you know, this is what I do. I cook for big outdoor events. events yeah. And so when he came back to cook last year, First, everyone who had ridden the first year was so excited to have sort of one of their own preparing their meals. And then that the food was jaw-droppingly outstanding when he's cooking it in the middle of a dirt parking lot. Because he's going to cook, because he rides, he's going to cook something and he knows. He knows that we need to increase the amount of protein. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, he cooks, there's heaps of vegetables. There was so much fish. Oh my God, the fish last night. Halibut. Halibut, sorry. Was it good? It was incredible. Oh my God. He did such a great job. Um super proud of that guy and you know what he's another one who's really changed his life you know he's found his, his love and his energy for the bike and he, you're able to expand more you can think more he's now opened grizzlies he has his uh, donut store as well so well you've been listening to add passion and stir i'm here with two heroic riders and citizen activists um Jason Roberts, tell us, are you doing some of this stuff in Australia as well, or do you focus mostly on the U.S.? Um, yeah, so, so you may have noticed I put maybe seven pounds on uh, this year. I actually have opened two restaurants this year. Um, one is a, um, working for a group of Italian, or I'm sorry, an Italian family, um, and it's Italian-French-inspired bistro. My background's all classical French. And then I opened a pokey spot in a very high-volume <laughs> business traffic area, and we're doing close to 200 bowls like every hour and a half. It's, who it, who, who would have thunk what about is, what poke? Is, what, is right? that? what is that? 
The Hawaiian sashimi bowls. It's yeah. Hawaiian sashimi. What's it called? Right Pro- up your alley, Billy. Pokey. 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 Dude, interesting enough, we have a a, a, um, a rider, a Seth from uh, Sweetfin, who joined us three months ago, had never ridden a bike. He was up in the second group today. I am so blown away by this kid. He um, he raised his money, and he got on this ride. In three months, he wow. turned his life around. Top guy. But so anyway... Uh, I have, and, and this is something you, you'll know about me anyway, I have this way of being able to get in with other brands and have them jump on board with work that I'm already doing. People like Bella Homewares, you know, I can create an event. I did some stuff with Fly Flywheel where they gave up some space and they gave us a, a, a trainer and people could come and sit on a bike for, you know, for 35 bucks and we can donate that way because I, that's the way I have to raise money is to align my brand with their brand. Yep. And create opportunity through social media, which is really cool. Andrew, what's next for you at Bon Appetit Magazine, or what's next for Bon Appetit Magazine besides wanting to get more involved? Bon Appetit with Cycling, stuff, of course. <laughs> yeah, our cycling team that we're going to sponsor yeah. next year, so I can travel in the Tour de France up up through the right? Alps and all that. Sounds oh like a good God, idea. All right, if you need a shift for that one, let me know. No, we we've kind of started our own activist group called Family Meal, which are dinners that we hold throughout the United States with restaurants um, that kind of mimic their family meals, mm-hmm. which are the staff meals that you that, that they before, have before the before doors the open. Um, and that is that all goes to benefit uh, undocumented workers and law immigration law reform mm-hmm. in the United States. Just because uh, restaurants, as all these chefs know, are built on immigrants, the the country is built on immigrants, and especially restaurants. And that was something that we um, kind of wanted to rally behind and support those people. So that's BA is getting. We're not we're not a political group or activism, but we we saw a need to get involved, yeah, and cool. it kind of came at the same yep. same time. Share our strength and. Chef well, cycle. We, we were about to go through something very similar in Australia, the dropping the 475 visa for immigrants who come in. And so that'll put a lot of pressure on the restaurant industry. I mean, and we all know, you know, we the cost of running a restaurant, there's such fine margins now. And so yeah. if we didn't have immigrants who are willing to do the jobs that people who think they're, it's beyond them anymore, it just ma- makes no sense. So anyway, for the potential of dropping this is going to create a lot of havoc. Mm-hmm. And Jenny, uh, any predictions on uh, how big Chef Cycle is going to be next year? I'd love to see us do two rides two as rides. a New Yorker. Um, I, I'd love to bring it rides. back. 500 riders, two rides. Jenny, and Jenny I, as a New Yorker, me too. I, I know. My, my bike, shipping my bike out here, I was like nervous for Come a week. On, you love being to, out here. You're going to no, have to no, pay no, an extra I, 50 I, bucks. That, sep- that separation from the bike is <laughs> yeah. a hard thing. People yes. would probably think, like, really? You're that attached to your bike? But oh, yes. Most bikers yeah, are, yeah, and yeah, that's absolutely. hard. I've put some personal guarantees on the line about how many people we could get on an East Coast ride. But I know that Jason and Debbie, have not given up the dream of the a coast to coast ride at some point. Yeah, I have. Oh, wow. I have. An, I have an idea and a number and a time. And yeah, it'll. It's going to happen. You guys don't have a choice. Sorry, I will bully you. Into Jason, this. yeah, I will do that. But you're going to have to call my wife before I do that. And Give me her number. It. But let me. Let me. Let me text. <laughs> let me tweet her now and bully yeah. her into this. If you don't do this, you're saying no to the children of America. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, Andrew Knowlton, Bon Appetit Magazine. Thank you for no, being thank with you. us. Jason Roberts, Pleasure. of course. And thanks for the vision that led to oh Chef God, Cycle for Get Kid Hungry. And Jenny Dirksen. Pleasure to be here. making this event happen. Thank you, guys. I'm Billy Shore. You've been listening to Add Passion and Stir. Get closer to the problems that you care about. There's a famous photographer named Robert Kappa who once said, if your pictures are not good enough, you're not close enough. Well, in the social change space, getting close, bearing witness, going into the community, working with people directly, getting an understanding of what they need, 
that's often the precursor to really powerful transformational change. Don't just post, don't just preach, get your hands dirty and get involved. Add Passion and Stir is distributed by District Productive. Our senior producer is Carrie Thompson. Our executive producer is Peter Ogburn. Add Passion and Stir is the creation of Billy Shore, Debbie Shore, and Paul Woody Woodhull. I'm Billy Shore. You're listening to Add Passion and Stir from Share Our Strength.